This is an Area Code podcast. Do you know how to pronounce my name? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, We'll we'll see. We'll see. Uh, We're going to find out. Hi, I'm Richard Clark. And I'm Bethany Perkins. We can't stop talking about the Enneagram. So we decided to start a podcast where we get it all out of our system. We're not experts. We're just obsessed. It's no chill Enneagram. A safe space for Enneagram fanatics. And a pretty great idea for a podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to No Chill Enneagram. I'm Richard Clark and here I'm and I'm and <laughs> I'm here as always with Bethany Perkins. Hey Bethany, how's it going? Hi, good. Good. Today we have a very uh, special guest on the show. Someone that we're friends with on the internet because they're they're a part of our our sister podcast. I guess you could call it. <laughs> Fun, sexy Bible time. We're really happy to have you today. We're the one and only Casey Has. No. Casey. No. That is definitely not it. It's chaos, I think. Oh, chaos. Casey Casey Hayos. Like the Outcast song. (laughs) Yes. So, Casey Haas, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Have you really never been on this show? No, I did the what bleep do you, mean? you any a thought little oh, that's episode. Right. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. <laughs> it was the bleep you any a thought spectacular or something. Yes. <laughs> right. No that chill one. coronagram. Okay. Well, we're not gonna do bleep you enneagram. We don't have time. We got okay. too much other really important stuff to okay. do tonight. <laughs> okay. So let's start by just saying well, I guess, Casey, you know, first, why don't you tell us a little bit about, like, who you are and what you do with your life, and then we'll go okay. from there. Okay. So, I am a stay-at-home mom to four kids, and I homeschool three of them. Mm-hmm. And Bless your heart. Why <laughs> did you do that? <laughs> do you want to know the answer to that? Because when my know. oldest was was five years old and it was we had her in public school pre-k for half the day and it was time to register for kindergarten and i was like "Mm, eight hours seems like a long time to send a six-year-old to school i think i'll just keep her home for a year and we'll do homeschool kindergarten and then i loved it so it was basically great to me (laughs) it was basically (laughs) just like on a whim anyways yeah and then you liked it you stuck with it yeah. So cool. I <laughs> don't have a career besides iPodcast. We also have, I mentioned this on the last time I was here, I provide childcare for a friend for another little girl for half half days during the week. And My then- husband, Danny, is an artist and he works from home. So we're all home together all the time. Is he just like painting and stuff? Uh, he does he mostly like, digital art. So, so he's so he's painting <laughs> with Richard's paints. Imagining him, and like, he's like, "Get out of my studio!" <laughs> no, he's, he's like not. a Renaissance artist. He, he's like, "You're breaking my flow. I'm in the zone." <laughs> yeah, the kids are pretty good about not going in to bother him. I go in whenever I want to talk to an adult. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's that's nice. He's worked from yeah. home since our oldest was born. So Wow. Yes. I've been super spoiled in that. Always had an adult here with me. Okay, you're an Enneagram five. I'm an Enneagram five. How yes. can how can you stand it? <laughs> I don't know what you mean by that. <laughs> Life. <laughs> well tell us a little bit like okay here's a question i like to ask people okay how would you like describe the enneagram five like what's your favorite term for it 
I do love the term investigator, which is like the pretty widely accepted term. Just really in my head a lot, like in my thoughts. And yeah, that's how I would describe it. The investigator. (laughs) Yes. That does sound pretty cool. Investigating your thoughts. Which makes it, which is like, it's difficult right now because of the of the pandemic um like that's what i want to focus on but it's been like a rapidly changing information for the last like four months that's been really difficult yeah. right it's like what so what is yeah, true what can i it. yeah and it all yeah. changes mm-hmm. like how am i supposed to make a decision if i don't know <laughs> what's true do you have a wing I feel both. Like, I don't yeah. feel really strong towards either one. Yeah. I can see myself in both places depending on the day, really. I'm the same I know, way. You guys I had an like... interesting conversation about wings. And it'll, yeah. I don't remember which episode it was, but. It might yeah. have been one of the canceled episodes. <laughs> oh, I think it was. I think it canceled? was actually. <laughs> yeah, remember oh, we canceled that guy and we don't have right. his episodes anymore? Yeah. But I I've definitely some days I I feel that like that six and then other days I definitely feel that four. Like, please yeah. notice how special and different I am <laughs> in my intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So sometimes I'll get into that like five mode where I'm I have obsessions. Uh-huh. I've yeah, that happens to me. I'll have weird obsessions like for a period of time. Mm-hmm. That will motivate a lot of my time spent goofing off and like when I get asked for something for birthday. Sorry, when I have to make <laughs> a birthday, birthday. <laughs> when I have to make a birthday <laughs> list, I'll like everything will be about that one thing and it will like last <laughs> two more months and then it won't matter anymore. So What did you get for your birthday? It was oh, yesterday. Yeah, you just had one. Oh man, it was so good. I got so many great things. Let oh, me list us. just the in broad categories. Okay. From friends and family, I basically got beer, mm-hmm. food, <laughs> and video games. Like that what kind of great. food? Oh, and free t- and time to myself. That's good. Mm-hmm. And so, the, yeah, I the, for video game, my work gave me a $20 Steam gift card. Nice. For my birthday, which I thought was an incredibly thoughtful gift. My mom <laughs> got me Stadia games or money for Stadia games. I don't know uh, what that I is. I don't know what these I'm happy for mean. you. <laughs> Stadia yeah. is the obsession, is the obsession I'm in right now where I'm like, okay. Stadia is the streaming gaming platform. You can play games anywhere. <laughs> On anything. Wow. You sound like a a 90s Nickelodeon commercial. Anywhere on anything. You can play them on your microwave. Anything with a Chrome browser. So if my microwave had a Chrome browser, absolutely. Probably some of the newer refrigerators do have a Chrome browser. People have done it. I'm not kidding. I've seen a picture of Stadia on a refrigerator. Oh my gosh. It's a thing. Nice. But yeah, I know way too much about Stadia now. And I also am just getting too much Stadia stuff to where I'm like, how do I even play? You know, this goes back to my game buying habit that we've discussed on previous episodes where (laughs) I just can't stop. And I thought I was stopping because Stadia has like a smaller amount of games to choose from. But it's just (laughs) another. It's just more. It's just another place. You're just buying more games? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm just buying buying more games that's correct okay (laughs) i wasn't sure i don't i do that with books too the kindle the kindle daily deals is a problem for me oh yeah (laughs) okay this is going really off track but can i tell you the one item that i asked for for my birthday yes no one has asked me what i want for my birthday which is a (laughs) little when is your birthday august 1st Oh man, someone needs to ask you and fast. It's coming up, but I'm like, but what is that? A I... week from tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This episode will be out by then. So everyone listen up. Okay. Listen up. 
<laughs> Listen up, Stephanie Perkins. But no, I already told my mom what I want. I sent her okay. a link to a thing that's like an it's something <laughs> I found on Amazon. It's a microphone. It's like a handheld like karaoke <laughs> microphone mm-hmm. with like different <laughs> settings for your voice. Why? It's because like a five-year-old's birthday present. I know, I know, but can you what just do you imagine do me like driving down the street and just like yelling at people? Oh my! <laughs> they can hear me. This is a TikTok thing, isn't it? It is a TikTok thing. Oh, yeah, and I okay. heard about it on TikTok, and <laughs> I have plans to sing songs from my balcony. <gasps> um, to sing songs to my friends and make them (laughs) stand and watch me (laughs) so this is the only thing i have asked for for my birthday and i really hope i get it yeah so everyone needs to follow bethany perkins on tiktok you Um, really do there's some gold (laughs) on there and i have like what's your username on there (sighs) i'm scared to say it but you have to (laughs) i know my username is at it's not me six nine nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, oh, Bethany! So that's <laughs> <what>? <laughs> oh, that's so good. All right, so, so anyway. let's let's talk. So every episode this season, we're talking to people about what they're like in stress. Mm-hmm. So Casey. How would you say you are like in stress? I have a really hard time focusing and I'm just, yeah, I'm my, like, I'm so scattered and I'll go from thing to thing to thing in the house. And, uh, I feel like in stress, the energy that already feels like it's not enough is even less like i have Mm. nothing to give Mm. Mm. like it just gets zapped out so much faster probably because i'm using all my energy going from thing to thing to thing right so fives go to seven and stress right but not like the fun seven (laughs) yeah yeah like the desperate not the the fun part of seven scattered and disorganized so like what that would look like for me if i'm like on my phone and because i think we can all relate to that and something is stressing me out. I'm just going from like app to app to new story, like continuously mm-hmm. back and forth. And I'm just like putting it down and let's find something, one thing to do, like read a book or turn on a show. Like I'll have a show on and then I'll pause it to do something else. Mm. So that's kind I've of done I that. Do, okay, well, I do that like on a regular <laughs> basis. So <laughs> what does that say about me? <laughs> I feel like that's just that's an indicator for me that I'm stressed out when I can't. It's hard for me to focus on one thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. Do, uh, I feel like I've kind of been living in that place for the last several months. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, that's difficult. not good. Casey. Well, I mean, not continuously, but with the oh. pandemic, like in waves of it, yeah. you know. Right. Yes. Yeah. So is the pandemic so the pandemic is getting to you significantly more than normal times. Yeah, definitely. Well, I feel like Florida seemed to be doing fine and then all of a sudden we Yeah, were, you're in yeah, Florida. Florida's definitely bad. not doing fine. You guys no. are screwed. so just I yeah. know. <laughs> just <laughs> Yeah, I know. So Yeah, man. that is that is scary i Mm -hmm. because you feel like okay it's been several months Mm -hmm. so we should be able to like do more things and go more places but and it's not even like have it's not even like i'm it's a fearful i'm it's not necessarily that i'm scared it's just this constant uncertainty and like not knowing what's coming and if I'm going to mm-hmm. be able to handle it and, you know, yeah. it's just, yeah. I mean, we literally never know what's coming, but <laughs> there's an extra sense of that right now where 
things are just so uncertain. So, yep. So, yeah, it's occurring to me now that like uncertainty, I mean, you kind of alluded to this, but uncertainty has to be a little bit like hell for a five, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's like, do I, when I like think forward, it's like, do I have what I need to, t- am I going to have what I need to mm. take on what's coming? Am I going to mm. have the energy? Am I going to have the knowledge and the capability to take, to like handle this? So mm-hmm. when it's just normal everyday life, it's like, of course I can. I'm already doing it. But then there's this this brand new thing in our lives that's just what's going on. <laughs> so, yeah. Yep. Is that something that you're always evaluating anyway? Like even when it's not a pandemic, like mm-hmm. how much energy do I have? Do I have the energy for? Yes. You know, whatever. Yeah. Yes. I feel like it was really pronounced after I had George, who's my baby, my fourth. He's four years old now. I was so stingy with Mm. the tiny bit of extra energy that I felt like I had. Like, it was probably a good full year before I was willing to give my time to, like, people outside of, like, Danny and my extended family. Mm. Just, like, I have so little and I want to give it to these people, you know? That... That's not something I'd really ever experienced before, just feeling like so low and just like, okay, if I have this much left, which might not even be real that I actually only had that much left. It's like, okay, if I only have this little bit of energy left at the end of the week or the whatever, like these are the these are the things I'm going to do with it. Yeah. Do you think all fives are introverts? No. Okay. I am what, definitely what an introvert. <laughs> um, I am definitely. Just, I don't think. One. I don't think we can say all of any type are an introvert or an. Extrovert. I am sitting here. Look, you may be an expert now, Bethany. I am. But I'm here to make general s- statements about okay. lots of people. Oh, I would be interested to hear from an extroverted five. What yes, does it look yeah, like totally for agree. them? What is what is that what does that energy conversation sound like for them? Like Yeah. <laughs> you know it, it is hard to imagine, but I feel like I feel like they're out there. <laughs> they have to be They're unicorn. They're they unicorn. are unicorns. Okay, well, uh, listeners, if you're a unicorn five, let us know. That's what yes. we're calling you now. Yes. Okay, well, the, the next kind of semi-segment in this segment, <laughs> I guess, <laughs> the sub-segment, yeah. is, uh, is, what's it called? It's Bethany? called, Why is Richard Biased Against Fives? Yeah, and the answer is, I have some grievances. Okay. okay. I was thinking about it. this and wondering if you, like, have a five in your life that you've had issues with that has kind of, like, caused this, so I'm ready well, to hear it. it. We don't need to talk about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so, so the, the answer is yes. That's the answer. Okay. <laughs> but I'll just yeah. t- I'll just make some observations about fives and how they relate to me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> One is that fives make me paranoid because they just disappear uh-huh. from your life. I'm and sorry, Richard. It's so true. Yeah, and you think that you did something wrong. Like, you think that something has happened Mm -hmm. and so and but you're you're like i'm an avoidance person and so i don't want to like go check and Mm -hmm. or whatever and i also just like exactly and it's also like out of sight out of mind situation for me so Mm -hmm. i'm like whatever but then every now and then i remember that person exists and i'm like oh crap (laughs) so i don't like that okay i don't like that about myself so okay i'm with (laughs) you on that (laughs) <laughs> the other thing is they're very particular about like they it's the way in which fives know all the things that makes me feel I I have less to contribute. Mm. You know what I mean? Like when I'm tr- I, I'm like a verbal processor and I feel like if I come out of five, like, let's talk this out. They're mm-hmm. like, no, here's the answer. <laughs> hmm. And I don't really like that. Mm hmm. 
So it's really just about the way that they make you feel. Yeah, of course. A hundred percent. Yeah. I can see how fours and fives, it would be hard. Like, it's not necessarily a match made in friendship heaven. <laughs> <laughs> I think it could work. I Actually, one of my best friends is a five. Okay. Um, and those two facts, I have just come to, like, super expect of him. So... I know for a fact that he does not give a crap that I haven't reached out to him for like three months. Uh-huh. Like, and that makes me really happy actually because <laughs> pressure's <my> off. <laughs> pressure is totally off. Yeah. Also, I, he's the person I call to for advice. Like he's, he's a good, he has a good like business yeah. mind. And so when I need like strategy questions, business strategy questions, you know, long-term career stuff, He's there with all of the information and mm. all of the strategy, and he's happy to do it. It's like his love language to pl- plop it all out there. But we've definitely gotten on each other's nerves, like big time, back in the day. Yeah. One of my best friends is a five, and we talk every single day. Oh, my wow. sister is like a two. not a day goes by where we do not talk to each other. So, like, the two-five relationship is supposed to be really, like, the opposites. And my mm-hmm. sister's a two. I mean, obviously, we're first first friends, so best friends for life, which obviously didn't have to happen like that, but it did. And we're so opposite. <laughs> but, yeah, mm-hmm. we talk every day, and she's definitely the better the better one of us, The <laughs> you know, the, the one who reaches out more. She's the and, instigator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's um, interesting uh, yeah I think you need an instigator for that to work my mm-hmm. mom is a nine and we never talk to each other I can yeah. see that it's yeah a little sad but I try and instigate every now and then I think that for your into <laughs> I'm gonna like five explain this to you <laughs> yes please <laughs> your insecurity about like how fives come in and like act like they know everything like that sometimes comes from insecurity too, right? Because we don't mm-hmm. ever want to feel incapable or like we don't have the knowledge that we need. And I would just like stay stay with us, like stay present mm. and be willing to teach us something that we don't know because we definitely don't know everything. We think we do or we like to project it. I feel like I am because I want to learn. Right? Yeah, it definitely depends on the person. Yeah. But yeah. I, yeah, I I have a lot of fives in my life, weirdly. And some are more teachable than others. But yeah, I think it, it definitely depends on the person. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Anyways. Bethany, do you want to introduce the next segment? <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I so don't this, know what it is. <laughs> yeah, this is something that Casey suggested. And I oh, think it's, right. it's a really great idea. The segment is called, I have the inner critic. Am I a one? <laughs> okay, so we just spent all this time talking about five, you're a five. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me there's a slight possibility you're not a five. <laughs> We're going to have to start over <laughs> We have start to start over. the show. We have to start the season over because we oh. already did a one, right? So, yeah. I feel like fives but, have an inner critic. It's just a different kind of inner critic, right? Well, I feel like. Okay, here's my here's my thesis statement. Let's hear it. All ones have the inner critic. But not everyone who has an inner critic is a one. Mm. So if you don't have an inner critic, you're probably not a one. But you can have what? No, you can have an inner critic because of maybe your religious upbringing, Mm -hmm. because one of your parents is a one and they passed on an inner critic to you. Okay, thank you. Okay. Yeah, you can have it (laughs) for a multitude of reasons. You just solved it for me. Cool. (laughs) The other thing I would say is like, 
I feel like there are lots of different kinds of inner critics. Right. Because when I hear inner critic, I I relate to that idea. Mm-hmm. But that's more of like a shame-based thing mm-hmm. for me. It's more like yeah. about the, my personal, pers- how people are perceiving me than it is like mm-hmm. some kind of objective truth critic that which which is typically the kind of thing that a one okay deals with what yeah. what is your inner critic like complaining about to you and yeah how? so I've been trying to think about this and I think that it's I think that it does relate back to like capability and like I was uh, I, I saw it articulated so well mm. somewhere like five sphere that like they're not able to keep up like not do as much as everybody else or like uh, I wish I could yeah. written it down but do you know like do you get what I'm trying to say like mm-hmm. they don't have yeah it's like calling as, you stupid or something like, exactly yes yeah so like why aren't you further along in your life mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. oh because you were too dumb to figure this out 10 years ago when everybody else did you know yeah um, that's like what the inner critic sounds like to me mm-hmm. yeah it's not about I feel like, like you were not moral enough to make this right perfect decision it was mm-hmm. like right. you weren't smart enough to figure out how to handle this like everybody else did mm-hmm. yeah. yeah 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 you got I that think... nice double hit of like a little <laughs> bit of for shame mixed with uh yeah mixed that's what with i was the... saying like i feel i definitely feel that four wing yeah sometimes brutal <laughs> yeah we all we all criticize ourselves about different things like one thing that i will like beat myself up over is if i do something that wasn't loving to someone mm. if i think that i hurt mm. someone's feelings i will feel absolutely sick over that and be mm. like i'm a terrible person mm-hmm and I'm sure every number has their things that they like have a mean voice in their head about. But the thing about ones is that it, there's no like limit to that voice. Like it's mm. everything. Everything could have been done better. Mm. It's not like necessarily centered on one or a few things. It's like okay, all encompassing. Interesting. Hmm. I also wonder if it just has a a ring of truth more than the other numbers, right? Like, like the one's inner critic is, is inarguable. Mm -hmm. It would Mm -hmm. feel like to me, like it is based out of it's, it comes from a platonic ideal. Right. And so it's not subjective based on, Oh, I heard that person's feelings, which could mm. have happened for all sorts of different reasons. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, we've all hurt someone's feelings for dumb reasons, mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, and, and I've felt shame for really dumb reasons, but like ones feel that inner critic for really good reasons. It's just a question of the, the expectation is too high. And they're like, so tuned in to, like you said, they're tuned into everything. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I am definitely not tuned into everything. <laughs> unfortunately okay cool so you're not a one <laughs> solved it so wait is one of your parents a one i think my mom Maybe. is definitely a one that'll do it okay our next segment is called stereotypes this is where we talk about enneagram type stereotypes yes and and we're going to talk about the ones that we don't feel that we fit into <laughs> All right, Bethany, what about you? What about twos? What's the thing that you feel like people assume about twos that is totally wrong? Yeah, I mean, people think that we, that twos, I have heard so often twos are just like baking you casseroles and cakes and (laughs) they're just like having you over for dinner and they're just giving and giving and giving so much. And I am not that way. It's not that I don't give things to people, but I mean, I don't like cook for people. (laughs) I, my way of loving people is not by giving them material things. Yeah. So 
I give my time and like my mental and emotional energy, but I do no one who knows me would say that I like over give to others. <laughs> so yeah. I I just don't fit that stereotype. It's and more also about I, like relationships. Yeah. 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 It's more about relationships and like I and I help people in like emotional ways. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, here's how to be healthier with with my friends who I'm like really close to. I don't like try to help people be healthier who I'm not like in close relationship with. Yeah. But yeah. I've also realized that I think I'm the self-preservation subtype rather than the social mm-hmm. subtype. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm almost positive because the self-preservation subtype is the counter type, and this is what I was gonna say about subtypes. Is the and we haven't really talked much about subtypes, have we? No, I don't think so. Because they stress me out. It's like that one level of the Enneagram where I'm like, this is ridiculous. And I (laughs) love them. I love subtypes. It's like a whole new world that like, (laughs) it just makes everything make more sense. But anyway, there's three subtypes and one of them is a counter type. So one of the subtypes is literally a type of number that does not look like the number Mm -hmm. on the surface. So, and that's what the self-preservation is for twos. That makes me want to figure out what the four subtype counter type is. I can tell you right now. Okay, tell me. It's self-preservation as well. And this okay, is like yeah. the quiet suffering, quietly suffering four. Like they they still have that whole internal world that fours yep. have of feeling like they're missing something and tragically flawed but they don't let anyone know about it yeah i've i've known some people some fours like that yeah like harry potter they really confused me (laughs) as a four (laughs) harry potter i guess you might be right actually i Um, am right okay but as a (laughs) as a four like i yeah i was i'm very confused by self-preservation fours because Mm -hmm. i feel like for me part of being a four is like wearing your differences on your sleeve which kind of gets me to the the stereotype which i feel like this need to be special is really played up by people Hmm. yes and i don't relate at all to that like i don't have a desire to be special or really different like that desire isn't there Mm -hmm. (laughs) to me it's a reality and And actually, I kind of like think that I don't want to speak for all fours, but I feel like most fours have an awareness of everyone's unique traits. Hmm. And the difference is they are more willing and aware of those differences. Right. So, like, I think the average person has a lot of weird idiosyncrasies and quirks, but they know through polite society example not to talk about them actively. Mm. Whereas I think fours just do. <laughs> like they just like they see that as part of life and But why do you talk about it? I Isn't think it cuz you want to It's cuz we want to be known. Okay. Like it's about it's about being understood fully. Yeah. and known fully. Mm. Yeah. So if there's like I have a really hard time holding things back. Mm-hmm. Because it feels like lying. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm not a person who can be, you know, there's like like the, certain leadership roles where you, you have to sh- share part of the story and not the whole story. And that's really hard for me to do because yeah. I feel like I'm actively lying in that moment hmm. or misleading. Yeah, I'm really glad you're saying this because in all of my like Enneagram studies, everyone harps on fours want to be unique and special. Mm-hmm. And then, but because I know you and you're like, no, it's, it's about being known. I've like had to 
correct that in my mind. Because, yeah, I feel like a lot of other fours are probably right there with you. Like, no, it's not all about just being unique. Like, you just want to be known. Yeah. And someone, like, I'm not just, like, saying that from my experience. Someone had said it. It was one of the, you know, Enneagram teachers that we talk Mm -hmm. about. But, like, I don't know which one. Because I've definitely heard them get it wrong, too. Like, it's a trope at this point that mm-hmm. fours want to be special. Yeah. I, I have heard someone actively say they don't want to be special. That's not the point. It mm-hmm. is about being known. And it's stuck in my head because it is 100% true for me. Like, yeah, I have been really sad in moments. It brings me a lot of, like, shame and frustration to be the odd man out. Mm-hmm. And it happens to me everywhere. And in the moment, like when I'm shocking people with it, it can be kind of fun. But after a while, like those sideways glances can wear on you in a way Mm -hmm. that, you know, people don't, (laughs) people don't see, I don't think. Hmm. Yeah. What about fives, Casey? The stereotype part of fives that I don't relate to is the disconnection from the physical body. Oh, interesting. Like five. Interesting, yeah. You know, have to be told to take care of their physical bodies. Don't forget to eat and exercise. Mm -hmm. And I don't have any problems with that. I love to exercise. It feels like a break for me from from being in my head to move my body in whatever way Mm -hmm. I want to. And it's also just gives it. It gives me more energy to take care of myself in that way. So it's like kind of counteracting the, what I feel to like when I'm feeling low, like I don't have anything to give. Like when I take care of my physical body in that way, I feel like then I have more. So yeah. And also just being out of touch with your physical body. Like just as a woman, I don't feel that. Like I feel my hormone changes and Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I've had four kids and I had them naturally and like I felt all of that and that changed the way I perceived my body. And so, yeah, that is interesting. I feel like that comes from or is often matched with this general like the stereotype is like the bookworm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. like the, the or the scientist. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Who lives in his head and yeah. And kind of, yeah, and exists in that realm and not yeah. so much. I'm literally the, the never going to forget to eat. <laughs> I, <laughs> okay, I so know when I'm hungry. Casey, <laughs> do, you, do you know about subtypes? Do you know your subtype? Yeah. So when you guys were talking about that, I was listening, but I was also looking up because I remembered when the Just My Enneatype Instagram account did their subtype series that I mm-hmm. really connected with the countertype for fives, which is... Oh, the- the sexual yes so like their description says while they experience strong chemistry with one or two people live an otherwise reserved life sexual fives will risk dependence on their partner Mm -hmm. and they are more in touch with their emotions inside though they still may not show them on the outside they may test their partner's loyalty and resist sharing them with others they idealize more dream more feel more and therefore suffer suffer more Hmm. so i i really i remember reading that and being like that feels so because a lot of like the five talk is kind of like (laughs) very sterile and Mm -hmm. like (laughs) you don't have feelings (laughs) and so i remember reading that and be like that just makes so much more sense to me yeah yep and then it says, unlikely to mistype, but a very four-like five. <laughs> well, speaking of the bookworm thing, my best friend, who is a five, she doesn't read. Like, she's very much a five. And she researches things. Like, anytime, if I just mention something like, oh, I wonder about this, she'll Google it for me. That's great. <laughs> well, I don't, like, read a ton of nonfiction like, if I want to know about but a subject, like, I'll read about it on the internet, but I'm not going to... No, but she doesn't read, like, okay. period. <laughs> like, really at all. She's just not a reader. Interesting. But she's 
she's still super smart and she definitely researches and likes to know things. But yeah, so that's a stereotype of fives that is not always true. Yeah. Mm. Speaking of that stereotype, our next segment <laughs> is called it's a surprise for Tell- me. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Called- it's called Tell Us Everything You Know About Blank. <laughs> All right. Here's the deal. Through a random method, we are going to find just random things in the world. And we're going to just blurt them out. And this you're going to tell us everything you know about a horrible segment that thing. for fives. Oh, this is great. What if I don't know? And then I feel you stupid. Won't. No, and the, that's well, the whole point. Yeah, exactly. Most of, most this of is these, a uh, mean segment. Look, you should have seen what we did to Ryan from sleeping at last. Yeah. We literally tortured him. We just yeah. forced him to say rude stuff about people. Oh, I remember that. Air. Yes. Okay. Make me do that. So, no, no, no. I'm gonna make well, it more. Fun. Fun. I'm gonna make it more fun than it sounds. So okay. here's the deal. Okay. I thought of a lot of different ways to randomize, like how to how to what you can talk about. Okay. And I was like, random Wikipedia article. Yeah, that sounds fun. But get this: there is a Twitter account that's a Twitter bot. It's one of my favorite <laughs> Twitter accounts. Okay. It's called Wiki Titles Singable to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Theme I song. love when you retweet oh them. I always gosh. sing them in my head. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I'm gonna sing. I'm gonna sing one, and then you tell us everything. That, okay. That, okay. But the way, but the way you have to do it is you have to do new lyrics to the theme song. No, I can't do that. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> I, know, I thought I'd give that a shot. That's way I, too hard. Jeez, I, <laughs> I couldn't imagine doing that. All right, here we go. So I'm just like going to randomly scroll. Though the, the Okay. Okay. Ready? Yes. Central nervous system tumor. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I'm guessing that's a tumor on, on your spinal cord. Oh, or... that's a spinal cord. Oh, that would be the spinal cord. Okay. I never yeah. thought about that. What did you think it was? I don't know what a central nervous system is when I just hear those words. Well, it's more than just a spinal cord, isn't it? Because it's yes. a system. It's the whole system. Wait, why am I helping you? This yeah, is you're... <laughs> so it has to be a, a nerve tumor. A tumor on nerves. That sounds okay. so painful. Yeah, that sounds really bad. All right, here's a here's a here's another one that sounds okay. painful. Okay. Sticking fingers into sockets. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I know about that, you should not yep. do that unless you want to get electrocuted. <laughs> and if you have kids, you should cover your sockets even though I never did that. You never did? I think we did maybe with did our first. Did they stick their fingers in no. there? No. Yeah, my experience with kids is they don't really care about sockets until you make a big deal about it. No. <laughs> they really or give don't. them a fork. Yeah. Okay, give them a the fork. One. Oh my gosh. Here we go. <laughs> okay. Greater Reading Expo Center. I have no idea what that is, but I want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> Unless reading yeah, is a place. <laughs> and All not right. the act of reading. <laughs> Okay, this is a good one. I'm intrigued okay. by this one. Large combustion plant directive. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Large combustion plant directive. Is this yeah. like... Mm-hmm. <sighs> so combustion <laughs> is like explosion. But even if it's like a small explosion... Like uh-huh. a, a reaction. No. <laughs> a directive would be like a manual. So is this like got, a, a manual? I got curious enough to click through on this large one. Large combustion? And it is, so it's a European Union. It's a European <laughs> Union directive which required member states of the European Union to legislatively limit flue gas emissions from combustion plant having thermal capacity of 50 megawatts or greater. Well, that's what I was going to say next. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't know that, Casey. <laughs> wow. I'm so disappointed. Oh, this is a good one. Mm. Royal Girdle of Korea. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
Royal girdle. Royal girdle of Korea. Like a girdle that you wear? Or is the girdle referring to like a place? (laughs) Um. (laughs) They are belts, essentially. Oh, okay. And they've been found in tombs of nobility. Okay. And it's pretty self-explanatory after that, I think. I mean, it totally is. All right, should I do one more? (laughs) Yeah. Wake the town and tell the people. (laughs) Why is there a wiki article about that? Well, there's a reason. Wake the town and tell the people. The immediate (gasps) thing that comes to my mind is the scene from Beauty and the Beast where Gaston is trying to get everyone to go kill the beast. (laughs) It is. It is a popular song with music by Jerry Livingston and lyrics by Sammy Gallup, published in 1955. Oh, okay. What I thought about was Chernobyl. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I really, I really want to watch that series on HBO oh, because you have to. I don't really know anything about Chernobyl, and I feel like it would be a good way for me to learn while also entertaining yeah, me. It is intense. I've I love never that. Yeah, been I love more stressed watching anything in my life, I don't think. Oh, wow. Watch uh, even uh, Uncut Gems. <laughs> yes, because I wasn't that. Uncut Gems was stressful, but I wasn't like emotionally invested. I was like, right. I don't care what happens to this guy. Yeah. He's an asshole. <laughs> so. He's just a Kool Aid man, eight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he is. He's the All worst. Right. All right. So, uh, Casey, I think you passed it. You got 100%. Oh, you thanks. passed the test. Oh, thanks. I just need you, you to recite so the following. I just need you to recite the following five words in order. Person, man, woman, <laughs> camera, TV. Person, what is this? man, woman, <laughs> camera, TV. I got it. What Holy is this? crap. You got to ask me in mean? 20 more minutes to prove that. This is the this is the um the uh brain the, the cognitive <laughs> the, the test the cognitive test that Trump took and he bragged about it and he what's, kept repeating those words in this amazing what's way. What's the te- what? They say repeat the words back to us. You That's have to it? just I'll have to you send have to you the video pictures, of the comedian that does her skits based on Trump's oh, audio. Yeah. That'll be a much more Person, enjoyable way man, to listen to woman. it. TV. Well, what's great about that is That's I feel confident that Trump was making up the words <laughs> in the context of the interview. And he just, just was trying to things? say he was trying to say <laughs> he was trying to say like no, you just look at pictures and you say the what the pictures are and then you have to repeat it later on. But that's all he was trying to say. But he was trying to give an example and the fir- it's like the first words that pop into his head are <laughs> person Man, a uh, woman, a uh, camera TV. Oh, camera TV. Yeah. Huh. Person, man, woman, camera TV. That doesn't really work. <laughs> All right. Wow. Our next segment is called Life Advice. Casey. Yeah, lay it on me. Well, no, you have to oh, lay we were gonna it ask if you on us the burden, the burden of giving you life advice. Through the lens yeah. of the Enneagram, because I'm not an expert. I'm just obsessed with Bethany. Uh, just I is a expert. literal expert. I yeah. want to see the framed, the frame degree on your wall. <laughs> well, it's not framed. It's. But did you get like, like a certificate? They mail yeah. it to you. No, it's not. It's not physical. It's saved in a file <laughs> on my computer. You want a real one with like the embossed, <laughs> like gold sticker <laughs> i mean maybe i'll just print it out for myself and put a gold sticker on it yeah you should yeah i think that richard should make you one actually <laughs> i quite agree with that i don't have that authority guys i'm, I'm not an expert i've already said that <laughs> will you have your kids i can't just be handing an out enneagram, enneagram certificate. degrees all right well, okay life advice I just need my energy to last longer. <laughs> like, mm. how can mm. I? Yeah. 
how can I not feel drained by like lunchtime? By so here's the what you amount do. of people pulling at me. Yeah. You just have to wait until your kids all grow up and go to college, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That was already my plan, so. <laughs> I don't know. That's a Richard, really good question. Richard, I, you can probably speak to this. I think that. There's, first of all, I'm just going to say, I'm not going to say anything that Casey doesn't already know or hasn't thought about because I'm like in Bush League compared to Casey. I will say this, like the last, so I feel like the physical demands of early years of parenting were, I was like, I was there for it. Like, yes, it's exhausting. You're tired all the time. But I feel like in the last year or so, we're in this new level of, I have an like almost teenager and just the variation of the ages and the needs Mm. is just, it's a lot. (laughs) Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. I don't know what to do about that. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like you're five, so you should probably read about it or something. (laughs) It would be a lot for me like I cannot imagine because I don't have kids I can't Mm -hmm. even imagine having one that like needs you all the time (laughs) yeah and it's not necessarily that I feel like I I want parenting advice but it's like how do I take care of myself so that I can be available to them like be emotionally available to them and not just physically present okay I have some things okay here's some here's Okay, so one is, this is an important parenting principle that I abide by and repeat often in my house. Leave well enough alone. So if your kids are not yelling and screaming or needing you for something, just make it a rule that you do not talk to them. Okay, that's like pretty, that's, yes. (laughs) I definitely do that. (laughs) I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like some parents are like, oh, it's time for them to do this or they need to do this. Uh-huh. But but you really can't do that. You mm-hmm. have to take what you can get. Okay, yeah. that's an obvious one. I'm a big fan of like family time that is low effort, low energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so like we do a lot of movie nights. And when I yeah. say a lot, I mean a lot, a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because it's really easy to zone out. I like I can nap during movie times if I need to. Right. If I really need to. I don't like doing it because I usually want to watch the movie, but mm-hmm. but I can. And like also though, you can like talk about stuff that's happening. Right. And, like have those conversations, especially because closed captioning is a thing. Right. So that's fun. Outside <laughs> play is really oh, good. Really I find that really right now. It's so hot. Why? Oh yeah, because it's, it's so like hot, hot here. Fifty degrees. That's true. Like. I think any kind of physical, (laughs) yeah, that's true. That's true. Any kind of physical play though, right? Like dance parties and stuff like that. I I find that they usually give me more energy than less. Yeah. My kids were trying to get me to twerk last night. So (laughs) that's the next thing I was going to say is like, have your kids teach you how to twerk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I really I like the, the the like the low pressure family time. We do that, but I don't think it's necessarily intentional. I think it's more like mm. we're doing this out of survival. Yep. So maybe yep. it's like about okay, how can we intentionally set this time aside where we're together, but I'm not like you know being the referee of the Xbox and. Oh my gosh. Yes. You know. Yeah, I can't imagine the referee stuff with your situation. <laughs> that cuz we're already doing referee with like Yeah. Atticus and Flannery and Flannery has a scream that like automatically wins arguments. I know. If you know oh, what I mean? My yes. God. Like, the youngest. Like Flannery will scream and you'll just automatically go Atticus. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that is such the younger sibling power. Yeah, it really it's the is. I always get my but brother tr- to like, be the one in yesterday, trouble. Yesterday, I literally laid it out for my girls, my older girls. So we have eight, almost 11 and 12. And I'm like, girls, when Ava leaves, that's a little girl we watch, like, I really need like 30 minutes where George is not on top of me. So, yes, I'm going to let him 
play the Xbox before you because that means he's not sitting on top of me. So <laughs> if you can just like accept that and have a little bit of compassion for that, just I just laid yeah. it out for them. I'm like, just I know it's not fair that he gets to play first every day, but it's either that <laughs> or he's sitting on top of me while I'm trying to eat my lunch. So I have a foolproof solution <laughs> to this. All right. First, buy a new Xbox. His own? Yeah, just buy a different. Do I have another Xbox? <laughs> oh my god! This is literally not what I want to teach my kids, though. That like everybody. No. Oh my gosh! Just this gets is going to be the best advice thing. I've ever given you. Here, listen. You cannot be thinking about teaching your kids stuff in this moment. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's yes, not can. about that. No, it's about survival and making it through, and teaching them that mommy needs time alone yeah. and self care is important. You got to teach yeah. them that too. Yeah. Oh, I. I had a whole conversation with with Jennifer today, and we're. I was just like, we're with their ages right now. Like dinner around the table is just not working. Oh. It's not good for anybody. We all leave mad at each other. Yeah, so and feed them first and you guys eat after they go to bed. Is that what you're doing? <laughs> no, we're doing movies. We're doing oh, okay. TV time. Okay. We're doing like, we're all hanging out for like an hour uh-huh. watching TV and talking about it. And it's usually, we while curate carefully. Yeah, while we eat. Hmm. Sometimes yeah. we eat outside. But other than that, come at me, people <laughs> who don't agree with that. We had a magical time where all like our three girls were all young enough to go to bed early. So they would be in bed by like seven and then we would eat dinner by ourselves. It was it was <laughs> magical. Mm. We are definitely not Can there I now. Can I tell you something? This is something that my parents did. It's not advice. It's okay. just that my dad is a five. Yes. And so something that my parents were known to say was we're out of parental energy. I'm gonna huh. write that so, down. That's a good. That's <laughs> yeah. a good line. We still like make fun of them with that line. Like, oh, it's are you so out of true, parental though. energy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that that it's it's really it's it's so good because you're not just saying like I'm tired, I don't have energy, or I don't have time for you, or it's just like. I, I don't have another fight in me today to figure mm-hmm. out what's fair. I've also been trying to explain to them, like, it is literally impossible for me to make life perfectly equal and fair for the four of you. Like, it's mm-hmm. not, yeah. not going to happen. Yeah. Well, the last thing we have to do, speaking of making life perfectly fair, <laughs> we have to do some shout outs to our patrons and... Casey, I know that you are really invested in this. So Yes. I don't know. Help us do this. Okay. I I need to do I need to do a little bit of a disclaimer. One of you, we have five people to shout out to. Is that right, Bethany? Wow. No. We have two. <laughs> oh, we have two. Well, one of them said specifically, like, you know, I need to shout me out. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, that, that, so you but just definitely have one. shout them out. But I don't know who that was. <laughs> oh, okay. Well then. Maybe we won't. But I was just going to say, I don't know who that was. And it's too much trouble to not do it. Then it's- well, Katie Snyder is the one who very sweetly said, I don't need a shout out. All right. Well, thank you, Katie Snyder, for not wanting a shout out. We, <laughs> yeah. we will not do that. All right. Who's next? next- um, Martin. Martin Irahita. Thank you so oh. much for your support. Yes. Thank you. Did he send us a request His or anything? His shout out is to us from him. Oh, right. So, I mean, we could read it. I think what we're learning is there's not a lot of implicit value in the shout out <laughs> benefits. I think this at is Patreon. true. So. Sorry we're such noobs. We thought it was a good idea, but nobody really wants to do it. <laughs> This has been No Chill Enneagram. It is hosted and produced by me, Richard Clark, and Bethany Perkins. Theme music is 80s disco pop by Cinematic Alex. Our amazing logo and most of our awesome Instagram illustrations are by Matt Metcalf. If you're highly integrated, consider supporting our Patreon. You have the bandwidth, and we think you'll love all of our extra bonus content. 
Just go to patreon.com slash no chill podcast to join. If you're moderately integrated, hang in there. You got this. Just leave us a review in Apple Podcasts and then tell your friends about us so others can join you on your Enneagram journey. If you're not integrated at all, we're sorry. You're probably that way because of all the time you spend on social media. So just follow us on Instagram at No Chill Enneagram or Twitter at No Chill Enneapod. This is an area code podcast.